Welcome to Grandpa Hill's True Stories. It's for my children, my grandchildren, and all children. This is a faith and family story, and it is one of the ones that is about a decision that Mary and I made that really made our life. I was attending the Latin Mass on Sunday at Holy Family Church in La Trobe, PA. In the calm, as the low Mass was soon to start, my attention drifted. I turned my gaze away from the altar and looked around and took in the scene of the people. More specifically, my people, my family. To my right was my wife, Mary Lee. I was checking on her stability, trying to do so discreetly, just checking to see if she was stable. She's been having a lot of trouble just walking lately. Her epilepsy and the prevention drugs she takes have recently made her weak and extra unstable for standing. She had made it in okay, and now she was praying and seemed quite stable. Next to her was the most beautiful young woman in a long black and gold veil. Her name is Catherine. She was with child and glowing. In just a few weeks, her child will be born. The baby is our 22nd grandchild. She is married to my youngest son, John. I am glad they sat with us. Then up ahead in the very front pew was another son. He was with three of his four children. The littlest son, Levi. He's one year old. He was on the noisy side that afternoon and was in the back of the church being quieted by his mother. Mass started. A few minutes later, another one of my sons and his wife and their four little boys entered the pew just ahead of us and quickly settled in. The three sons that were with me at Mass were with their wives and families. They were worshiping with me. They brought their children with them. These beautiful, faithful, loving, and growing families would be worshiping with me and Mary Lee. And then it hit me. This was so beautiful. I started to cry. Tears of joy. For some reason, right then, it hit me. And it hit me hard. 33 years ago, in 1989, these people sitting around me, they became possible. 
they could exist. It was in 1989, Mary underwent a surgery to reverse her tubal ligation. We had stopped being sterile in 1989. We went from a young couple with four children in 1989 to a couple in their 30s with eight children. And then those children grew. We homeschooled them. We passed on our faith to them. And here they were, scattered around us, growing in holiness together with us. By now the tears began to stream. They stung, and I prayed. After the reversal, there were four children. Three were with us with their families, right there. The fourth is Sister Margaret. She is a Capuchin sister in the Scranton Diocese. I always knew we did the right thing with the reversal and had done the wrong thing with the tubal ligation. Right then, I knelt. I thanked my Savior for this blessing. As I said, it was overwhelming. It was a moment of feeling God's glory around me. Mary and I had said yes, and we were so rewarded. What was happening at Mass was overwhelming me. Here they are with me, growing, futures, another generation. I love them. They love me. They are a gift. I love them, and they bring me joy. They are so important to me. They are so important to each other and to their families and their community. They do think well. They laugh and they live. All four of them, they live abundantly as they work in their vocations. We have told this story about getting the ligation and getting the reversal many times to many people in many settings. At one of those settings, a Catholic priest, Father Boniface Hicks, heard our story or heard of our story. He remembered, and when he came to know a young couple in a similar situation like we were in back in 1989, he called us up and asked if he could share the story with this couple and would we be willing to talk to the couple. They had approached Father, and they were considering a reversal, and he had counseled them to go forward with the reversal. But he knew they needed some support. When Father asked if we would be willing to share our story with the couple, and could he give them our number, well, yes, oh yes, would we ever want to talk to them? As we started communicating with the couple, most of the sharing and discussing was done by Mary Lee with the mom. The couple did have a child, 
and they were sterile. And they were going through the process of getting a tubal reversal. The couple lived in State College over two hours away, and Mary and the mom would often talk for more than an hour. Over the next months, there were several such calls. They were usually very quiet calls and very private calls. Eventually, we went to State College and met in person at their apartment. They did get the reversal. They did open the womb. They did have children. We know we helped them, maybe gave them some courage and some details that made it easier. And we were giving emotional and some technical support. We were loving them in much the same way the Father Boniface was loving them. So this brings me up to right now. Back then, no podcasts. No way other than in small groups and one-on-one could we ever tell our story. Tell about our joys. Tell about how good we felt. Tell about how blessed we were. And offer ourselves to anyone who wants to know, who has questions, who is just starting on their own decisions in this area of their life. Our view is that God participates in creation. We have free will. We are so glad we chose life. When we chose life, we received. We received four more children and three miscarried children. Three of those four children were there with me at Mass. Three wives to join our family and nine grandchildren so far with those three families. So much joy over so many years and it just kind of piled up and hit me in that moment. They are here, they exist, and they are so, so, so very good. Until the next Grandpa Hill's true story, Shalom.